Well, hello everybody, and welcome to the Joey Manorino Show, episode number five. Okay, you can count them on one hand still, but that's about to be over. And on those first four episodes before this, you can't count those views on one hand. 2.5 million views combined, and plays, and everything. That's great. We're winning. We're winning because the truth always wins. When you're not afraid to take this bullshit head on, you are going to win tonight. We're talking about artificial intelligence taking over the journalism field. Google has a new proposition to New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and others. And we're going to tell you all about it. Ron DeSantis, he's no longer second place in the presidential contest. He is falling like a rock. We're going to talk about why Ron DeSantis. I've hesitated to talk about Ronnie on the show. I've hesitated to talk about as they call him, de sanctimonious. I don't, I don't think he's sanctimonious. I think he's just not a good presidential candidate. But we're going to talk about why he's falling like a rock. And finally, we're going to talk about, of course, because it wouldn't be the Joey Manorino show if we didn't talk about the trannies. The Department of Defense has released a special memo about the special treatment that those fake men and fake women get. Yeah. Now, if you're in the military, there are special guidelines if you want to be a tranny. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into it all right now. Make sure that you go down, if you're watching this on Twitter, and retweet this podcast. We've got to get the word out. get right into it today. Google wants to start using artificial intelligence to be a personal assistant to journalists. The tool has been demonstrated to executives at prominent, prominent news organizations, the fake ones. New York Times, Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, all the fake news. And the new idea here is let's completely do away with journalists, okay? Let's just throw them out of the picture and let's get an artificial intelligence bot run by Sundar Pichai, the CEO of Google, right? This liberal hack. He gets to write your news now. That's not something that I want to deal with, okay? You think journalists are bad? You think that little Taylor Lorenz bitch is bad? Wait till you see what artificial intelligence news would be like. Wait till you see it. It would be a disaster. These people make up most of their news anyway. It's It's fake news. But at least you have some human element with it. This, this would be a complete mess. How do you conduct an interview with AI? How do you talk to sources with AI? How do you talk to anybody with knowledge of a situation if you are a machine. This is not the way journalism is meant to be. This is not the way anything is meant to be. I'm not an AI fan, I must tell you. 
I know a little bit about AI from using ChatGPT. I don't use it often. Every so often, I'll go on there. I'll be writing an email and I'll say, you know, write me an email that says this. And I'll be very curious as to what it gives me, but I'll never use it because it's never good. It's always weird. It's always robotic. It always sounds like, uh, I don't know how to even describe it. It just sounds like a human did not write it because a human did not write it. So artificial intelligence journalism, that's not somewhere that I want to see us go. Right now we have zero intelligence journalism. I don't want to go from zero to artificial. It's, it's fake news by definition if it's created by AI because AI is literally a fake person. And I think, honestly, I think they're going to go for it. I really do believe in my heart the fake news is going to go for it. And the only reason I won't be that sad is because I know there'll be independent media that will take over and start reporting real news. Because right now you already have nothing but fake news from New York Times, Washington Post, and all these scumbags. But this is the same Google that when you used to type in George Bush to Google, it used to come up with George Bush idiot. And they called it a coding error. But when Obama, you typed in Obama, you got hero, you got all these great words. What are they going to do, though? Are they going to disclose when a journalist is AI? Or are they going to lie? Are they going to say that it's an actual person writing, but actually it's a fake person? It's an AI. I don't want it. I don't think any of us need it. And I think if we want fake news, we can just get it the old-fashioned way. But this AI stuff, it's not limited to Google and the news. Ron DeSantis and one of his super PACs are now in with AI. This is the second AI thing DeSantis' PACs have done. The first one, I think it was actually, the first one was real DeSantis. They had the hugging pictures of Trump and Fauci that were completely artificially generated. Those two never hugged. They were too close for my liking, but they never hugged. And DeSantis deceptively put the AI of Trump hugging Fauci. That's not right. But it gets worse. Trump put a tweet, well, a, a, a truth social post out on his platform that insulted the governor of Iowa a little bit. It didn't insult her, but it, you know, it, it ribbed her a little bit. It egged her on. It said that he doesn't invite her to events because she's too close to DeSantis or something to that effect. And he never spoke those words. Those words were only spoken on Truth Social, on a post, typed. Well, what's going on? On an ad in Iowa, DeSantis's pack on the radio has an AI version of Trump's voice reading those words. Ron DeSantis, I, you know, I want to give him a chance. I, I, I love this guy as governor. I really enjoyed him as the governor of Florida. I had no issues with him. I thought he did a good job. I thought that he kept the state open when he should have, when everybody else caved. So I really was looking forward to seeing DeSantis' star rise higher and higher. And I really would have been looking forward to 2028, where this man would have been a front runner for the presidency. I said, wow. We've got a final heir to President Trump. Well, in the end, 
We have not. We have nothing. We have a man who, in the end, turned out to pretty much be just a nice establishment packaged guy. Good guy, he gets the job done, but essentially he is the establishment in a better marketed format. And that's just the truth of the matter. So when you're using the World Economic Forum's favorite tool, artificial intelligence, against Donald Trump, I can't, I can't support that. I can't support that. And I know a lot of people will say, well, it is his pack, it's not him. Yeah, that's cool and all. He can come out and disavow his pack. He can come out and say, don't do that anymore publicly. There can't be collusion, but he can absolutely say, I don't agree with the technique and the tactic that was used because it's dishonest and it feels like World Economic Forum bullshit. He didn't do that. He didn't do that at all. It's just fine by him. I don't want to see politics turn into a thing where they're using fake voices to attack people. If he wants to attack Trump, there's plenty of ways to do it on the merits. What he's doing is not above board, and it's just not right. I want to get a little more into the presidential race. We were just talking about Ron DeSantis and his use of AI, and it's really interesting what's going on in this race. I was at Turning Point Action, the, I think it was called Con Act or something like that. I can't remember exactly. Conservative Action Conference, Act Con, that's what it was, Act Con. And I went for the weekend, President Trump was speaking, Vivek Ramaswamy was speaking, Asa Hutchinson, wherever they dug him up from, he was speaking, uh, Mario, what's his name, not Mario, Francis Suarez was speaking. And, you know, it was a very interesting conversation. The speeches were great. Other people came out. Tucker came out, gave an incredible speech. Tucker brought the whole house down. I think the energy around Tucker was just about as high as Trump, who really shocked me at Turning Point's event was Megyn Kelly. It was her first Turning Point event, they said. And people forgot all about 2016. I guess that's really water under the bridge right now. She came out and she was giving a great speech against the trannies. And hey... I love anybody who doesn't love them. So it was great to see. But guess who wasn't there? Ron DeSantis. You're the governor of Florida. If you are the governor of the state and a huge conservative conference with 7,000 people, all who love you and from an organization who has previously endorsed you, I think you should come. I think you should show your face. Why didn't he? Because he would probably have gotten booed off the stage. Let's just be real. He probably would have gotten booed off the stage. Why? He is sinking. He is sinking like a sinkhole. Okay, let's just be honest here. DeSantis is done when it comes to the presidency. This race, and I, I respect my friends who support him, but you're supporting somebody who has no chance of winning anymore. It is pretty sad to see the fall of this man. And there was a new poll that came out. It's from Kaplan Strategies. And let's just read these results a second. Doug Burgum, he's the guy that's from South or North or some Dakota. He's from North Dakota. 
and he was giving out $20 gift cards or something. I didn't get my $20 gift card, Doug, and I donated a dollar, and I didn't get my $20, so I will be refunding that contribution. But he is at 0% in the poll. Zero. Not even 1%. Zero. Zero. Asa Hutchinson. He is at 1%. That's 1% too many because Asa Hutchinson is a disaster of a human being. He's a disgrace. He supports transgender surgeries and children. He is completely dull. He was the governor of Arkansas. Honestly, my left nut has more chance of being elected president and, you know, it would actually do a better job. Nikki Haley. She was the former UN secretary and she did a great job there, but you know, everywhere else that she's ever been, she's done a horrible job. She's not a real conservative. She's a shape-shifting lizard. Wherever she needs to be is where she'll be. Whatever issue she needs to be favorable for, she will take in favor. Whatever issue she needs to be negative for, she'll be negative. It's only about what she can do and how she can get more power. I remember when she took down the Confederate flag. I'm sure now she comes out against that. She's, you know, trying to act like she's MAGA. We know you're not MAGA, Nikki. We know you're not MAGA. Right above Nikki at 4% is the biggest disgrace to ever enter politics. Mike Pence, the walking turd. And I call Mike Pence the walking turd because flies love poop. And if you remember that debate where Kamala Harris and him went up against each other, the walking piece of poop, Mike Pence, had a fly on his head basically the entire time. And, you know, we don't need Mike Pence anywhere near the presidency. He shouldn't have been vice president. He's, in sh he's just the strangest man ever. He does not seem normal. If anybody thinks he's normal, listen to what he says about his wife. They say that he calls her mother, okay? And they say that he's not allowed to be around women without his wife. Why? Because the women are going to find Mike Pence so attractive, the panties are just going to drop. I mean, give me a break. Give me a break. And then he got up and he spoke about Ukraine. And I know this is the message heard around the world, but he was talking to Tucker Carlson and they were talking about all the things Ukraine needs. And, oh, Ukraine, we need to help them. God, they're so poor and without any assistance and we need to make sure that they get everything that they could possibly ever ask for and <laughs> mike pence was asked well what about american cities and mike pence says oh that's not my concern bitch what that's not your concern mike pence you're running for president of the united states of america you're not running for president of the ukraine you're not running for president of Israel. He puts the Israeli flag on his win red. And he puts the Israeli flag all over his Instagram. And, okay, you want to support Israel? I've got no problem with that. that not at all. But you're running for America. Israel is not the 51st state. Ukraine is not the 51st state. The 51st state doesn't exist. We are 50 states. You are running for the United States presidency. You got 50 states to choose from, Mike. Ukraine is not one of them. As far as I'm concerned, fuck Ukraine. And as far as I'm concerned, you need to figure out how to change the filing with the FEC and run for the presidency in Ukraine. Period. You don't belong here, Mike. You don't belong here at all. You're a pathetic coward. You caved on January 6th. You gave the Democrats 
everything they wanted. That should have been the end of your political re career right then, okay? You gave us four years of Joe Biden because you're a little bitch and wouldn't take the challenge that you needed to take. You wouldn't take the flame and go and run with it through the finish line. No, you said, oh, I can't do anything about it, you little freaking disgusting coward. Mike Pence, he, he makes me want to vomit. We're not even going to talk about him anymore. He's a stain on the American people. Tim Scott, he's at 5% in the Kaplan strategy polls. He's a good guy. I mean, Tim Scott, he, he's, a, he's a little bit of a globalist. He's a little bit of a globalist, and he uh, is not really America first. But he's a good guy. I mean, I don't want to see him as the president probably ever. But, you know, he, 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 gets, he gets it, more or less. He gets domestic issues. He doesn't get foreign policy. And I cannot get past when he endorsed Lisa Murkowski over the, I think her name was Kelly Chewbacca. I can't really remember her name or how to say it. It was always a difficult one. But nope, can't get past that, sir. Cannot get past that. Polling in fourth place is Chris Christie, the rolling fat man, okay? Chris Christie. He is the only candidate, I'll give him this, he's the only candidate who's actually running against Trump. To win the primary, you need to beat Trump. Yes, that's accurate. And he's the only one who's actually running against Trump instead of trying to dance around the issue. Do I respect Christie? No. Christie is foot fungus that became a person. But, you know, he's doing a better job at actually trying to separate himself from President Trump than anyone else. Is every attack dishonest? Yes. Is Christie a fat fuck who should just stick to the donut shop? Also yes. But as far as this campaign goes, he's sucking up to the Democrats, and he's basically just running as a Democrat. You know, is he smart? Maybe. He's going to get his money, that's for sure. Right above Chris Christie, you're going to be shocked, in third place in this poll is a guy named... Ron DeSantis, third place in the poll. Yeah, it's weird, right? Think about that. Ron DeSantis, who raised everyone, everyone gave to this man. He raised $20 million. His super PACs have over $120 million. He's working with the biggest war chest, and he's went from second place to third place. Very neck and neck. He's at 12%. But give me a break, man. I remember with DeSantis, everybody said, oh, he's going to take off like a rocket ship when he announces. I don't really see a rocket ship. All I see is failure here. I mean, you have all this money and you're at 12%. <laughs> that's a campaign that's pretty DOA, if you ask me. In second place, and this is the entire headline of this poll, it's Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy is tied with DeSantis for second place. And on this poll, he's actually ahead. He's in second place. Vivek, I met Vivek. Vivek is somebody that I got a call about very early on. Probably before anyone else really knew. And I wasn't told that it was Vivek, but I got a call from a woman who ran for Senate in Pennsylvania who's somebody I think is the best. And she said you are going to be shocked when you find out who's running for president. He's amazing. You're going to love him. He's going to take the field by storm. And trust me, 
you're going to fall in love with this guy. And I said, yeah, I'm supporting Trump. Whatever, you know. But the woman who told me about him way before, she didn't say who it was because she couldn't. And she couldn't, you know, she didn't. So I was wondering, who could it be? And it wasn't a politician. It was somebody who made a lot of money in the private sector. And I was wondering who it could be. And I didn't know. And I never put it together that it would be Vivek. When Vivek announced, and Kathy Barnett was the national grassroots field director, I said, okay, Vivek is smart. Vivek is really freaking smart. Because if you take Kathy Barnett and look at her, and look at her campaign, and look at everything she did in Pennsylvania on a shoestring budget, I mean, that campaign was outspent by magnitudes that I can't even compute. I think Kathy raised $2 million in the two-year campaign, and the other guys in the campaign had raised like $60 million combined. She got outspent drastically and was basically the front-runner until the Hannity's and Rick Grinnell's and everybody else came out and attacked her in ways that we've never, ever seen before. But anybody who followed the Pennsylvania Senate race knows Kathy Barnett was the woman who should have won. And Kathy Barnett was the best candidate. Still is. If Kathy had won the Pennsylvania Senate primary, John Fetterman would be in a stroke rehab right now. He would be in rehab getting better. Instead, Dr. Oz won and we got stuck with this Fetterman who's a fried brain fucking disaster. I'm from the state of Pennsylvania. It is sickening that a man who is less competent than a potato chip dipped in shit is the senator for my great state. It's disgusting. John Fetterman should be in a nursing home. He should be getting 24-hour care. Then he went in to the hospital for two months for depression. Hey, give me a break. John Fetterman is a Bud Light drinking piece of crap. He should not be a senator. Back to Vivek, though. Vivek is in second place, and I'm telling you, you could, you could see him on the ticket. You could see him on the ticket. I don't want him as VP. I'd rather have him as chief of staff. He's competent, and he knows how to run stuff. He would run Trump's White House amazingly. And then at 48% is Donald Trump, because we all know Donald Trump is going to be the nominee. It's over, guys. It's over. Which, now it's just how close does DeSantis get to Trump or does DeSantis lose to Vivek? If DeSantis loses to Vivek, it's going to be something that, I mean, how to kill a political career in one year. I don't know who's advising DeSantis, but my God. Oh, and then, of course, there's 10% undecided. So if you add up all the other candidates and Trump gets none of the undecided, then he still wins. Like, it's, it's just ridiculous. You guys, the primary's over. I wish I wish everybody could realize that. And that is just what it is. So the new Kaplan Strategies poll, this race is starting to shift. Donald Trump, obviously, is going to be the winner. But this DeSantis slide is pretty crazy. I think we need to address this, and it's better we address it now before things get really ugly. The Department of Defense has said that trans soldiers on hormone therapy can skip deployments. Yeah. They can skip deployments. Remember when Trump banned transgenders from the military? 
And everybody flipped out and said, oh, that's a bad idea. We need to be inclusive. And, you know, we, we're being very bad if we do this. Well, now the DOD is saying that transgenders can avoid deployment if they're on hormone therapy for up to 300 days. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you heard it right. So if you don't want to go to military to do your duty, you just get on hormone blockers and change your gender. Imagine you sign up for the military and you're only signing up to get your college paid for. Well, just say you're a tranny. You can still get college paid for, but not actually go into combat battle. Yeah, this is real. The memo also states what other treatments and surgeries transgender troops may receive at the taxpayer expense. After 12 months of hormone therapy paid for by you and me, the transgender service members can also request an up and bottom surgery. That means cut off the penis, cut off the boobs, make the vagina into one of those penis arms. Yeah, that's pretty sick. That's pretty disgusting. But this is our federal government now. This is what's going on right around us. Can you imagine? I mean, our grandfathers who fought in World War II, my grandparents fought in World War II. Do you think they ever told their commanders, guys, look, you know, I understand we gotta go and fight today. I understand that we gotta go and kill the bad guys today, but man, I really wanna cut off my penis. I really wanna grow a pair of boobs. You guys go ahead. I'm just going to cut these off real quick. I'll meet you in two years. This is the military now. And you know who's watching? Russia. You know who's also watching? China. They're watching. And oh God, they, they are so happy. The entire world is looking at us. Except the NATO countries. Let me tell you who's terrified right now. Germany. You know who's also terrified? Ukraine. They're terrified because... We're supposed to protect them. In NATO, you know, we're supposed to be the savior of everybody who's in, in, in that whole alliance. Now, Ukraine's not in it, but we all know with this scumbag Biden, he'd go fight for that Zelensky asshole right in a minute if he had to. Here's the problem. Who is going to actually save the world if there's a war? It's not going to be us. We're, we're done. You walk into America, the, I say put the trannies on the front line. Don't let them have this special thing. If you want to be on hormone therapy, that's fine. You go out there and you get right in front with your little tranny thing and boo, 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 do all your shooting, do everything you got to do. Do it on the hormone therapy. Be on the front lines. I welcome you into the military. Suit up. Front lines. However, the unlimited physical fitness waivers, the skipping deployments, why would you ever, ever allow them in? So then you know what they're going to do? They're never even going to serve. They're going to get discharged honorably with mental health issues. So you're going to have people that sign up for the military, do the tranny surgery on your tax dollar, and then get discharged for having mental issues and move on with their lives. Paid for by you. Paid for by me. That is not the world I want to live in. I do not want to live in a world where the United States military is sitting around coddling trannies. This is not what needs to happen. I don't need my military run by Dylan Mulvaney.
I don't need it. Get the Bud Light out of the military. It's disgusting. And this is the world we live in. These are our government agencies. Look at the FBI, too. Look at the IRS. Look at the IRS. They raided a business in Stewart, Florida in tactical gear. 25 IRS agents on July the 12th, okay, it wasn't reported until very recently, they went on to Slater Street in Stewart, Florida, regular old place, and the police went in with IRS criminal investigation shirts, armed, 25, taking boxes in, filling them up, and bringing them out. We're living under a government that is too busy coddling trannies and ruining the lives of conservatives. It's scary stuff. And I, I don't know how this ends. I think we all do know how it ends, though. It ends with America being the laughing stock of the world, and it ends with nuclear destruction. Because at this point, if you're Putin, why would you not? If you're Xi, why would you not? We have the weakest president in history. We are the weakest we've ever been as a country. Why would anybody not take advantage of that? You have to be a very stupid world leader. And President Xi and President Putin, they're not stupid. We are. People, that's about it for today. We're wrapping up. There's so much going on in the news. I mean, we didn't even touch on Robert Kennedy. We'll touch on it real quick. Robert Kennedy went into a hearing today on government censorship and a crazy lady named Debbie Wasserman Schultz. She got in the hearing and before Robert Kennedy could even open his mouth, started to say that Robert Kennedy could not testify. And this woman literally stood behind the dais and said, oh, I don't want this guy testifying. I think he's going to lie. You're at a government censorship hearing and trying to censor someone. And Debbie Wasserman Schultz, I mean, she's the representative for Florida 25. She was the, I mean, <laughs> Florida 25, you know, home of the free, right? It's a, it's a swing district, but whatever. She was the head of the DNC. She left in a disgrace because the Bernie Sanders supporters felt so hurt by what she did to them. She rigged the whole primary for Hillary, and then Hillary lost like a dog. You know, I mean, <laughs> people tell me I should keep all these kind of insults above the belt and I should just not say these kind of things out loud but you know this is how we talk in real life so we might as well just say I mean Debbie Wasserman Schultz <sighs> she's one of the ugliest most vile human beings to have ever walked planet earth her hair I mean just put up a picture of this woman and you see it her hair looks like ramen noodles that got covered in tranny semen and then dried like that for 10 years and then she put it on her head as a wig. Her face looks like a freaking crumpled up paper bag that became a person. I mean, <laughs> I would rather cut my entire balls off, put them in a wood chipper, never see him again, than have that woman in my bedroom with lingerie on. It would be the most, just the most traumatizing experience of my life. And maybe that's too crass for some. Maybe some people are going to get mad at that. But it is the damn truth. She looks like a labia after a 15-hour delivery covered in afterbirth. That is what the woman looks like. She is a horrendous, disgusting person. She doesn't go to the doctor. She goes to the veterinarian because the real doctor said, 
we don't treat your species in this office. I mean, she is a rat. She is a sick, sick woman. Apologies. Apologies. Let's keep it above the belt. We're going to be very classy. But she is ugly inside and out, and that's why we hit her like that. She is scum. And there's a guy running against her. His name is Reuben Young. His name is Reuben Young. And remember that name. Repeat it to yourself. His name is Reuben Young. Don't forget it. He's running as a Republican, Florida's 25th district. He is a man of honor. He is a man of character. And he is a man who is going to probably be the next congressman from Florida's 25th district. Right before I got on the air, I talked to Reuben because I really have gotten in touch with him now, especially because of what's going on with Debbie Wasserman Schultz. And I found out that in this day alone, he has 80 new donors. 80 new donors. They're coming from everywhere. People all over the country are outraged, outraged by what this woman did. So, Debbie, you disgusting dog. And, you know, no, no, no. I apologize. Dogs are beautiful creatures. Debbie Wasserman Schultz looks like a tumor on your asshole. She is not an attractive creature. We're going to be done for the night. I don't want to hear anything more. I, now I'm thinking of Debbie Wasserman Schultz. My stomach hurts. I need to have this ginger ale here, drink this, make my stomach feel better, and never think of that disgusting woman again. She's a rat. Thank you all for watching The Joey Manorino Show. I can't wait to see you next time. If it's your first time watching or listening, Joey Manorino US on Twitter is where you can find me every single episode. That's where it is. That's where they'll be. That's where they'll always be. We're branching out. We're going to be on some other platforms very soon. We're working some of those deals out right now. In the meantime, stay tuned and pay attention. The Spanish elections, I keep talking about them. I talk about them every show I go on and every podcast I do because you're going to see the trend in Europe continue. 74% of Austrians are tired of the globalists. They just said it. Spain, neck and neck, neck and neck. We are going to have a great reawakening in the Western world. I'm going to be leading the way along with all you guys. Let's do it.